Yo, what's up guys? We got a good show for you today. We're talking video games. Up next on the Brain Half Fool. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Brain Half. Today we are talking video games. We're talking the video game experience uh, along with the mental component. I'll be discussing quite a few things. Um, you know, the idea of you know video games and whether or not it's it's good for your 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 psyche, your mental capacity, um, and we'll address the the idea of can video games um, you know possibly endanger society so right off the bat let's just dive right in and just to start discussing this um you know honestly for me as a kid growing up with video games i mean my my first console was a nintendo that i got for for christmas and my dad was the first one to play it obviously and i even remember the video the first video games i had and of course it was the the original ninja turtles we're talking um you know where you're, you the first boss fight was baxter baxter fly and that game you were lucky to uh, <laughs> you were lucky to make it till the, the fifth level maybe possibly the sixth level before you had to start all over cuz you ran out of lives but for me going through that building caught on fire you know was definitely an experience and of course i also got um the gremlins 2 the new uh, what's it called the new batch there it is and i i played that so those are my first two games on nintendo uh you know i didn't have an atari i didn't start off that early but I, i could tell you when i started playing video games it was almost like uh like a safe haven for me it was something where I could escape. And of course, you know, as, as you know, year went on, I ended up getting like Duck Hunt. I don't know if you guys remember Duck Hunt where, you know, Nintendo came out with this, with this, uh, basically a pistol that you connected to the console and you would sit there and, and this dog would bark and ducks would fly up and you shoot the ducks. And, and of course, you know, being, I don't know, six, seven years old, maybe I think it was like five or six. I would put the gun up to the screen and I would shoot because I, you know, I had to get good scrub. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that's how I started off with video games. And then, of course, you know, those were the days where you had to <laughs> blow into the cartridge because, you know, you couldn't get to work. So you're like, you blow into it, you put it in, and then you have to take check the wires because, you know, the TVs were like ancient. It wasn't like back in the day. And so I know for some of you younger viewers or listeners, I should say, uh, you know, me talking about blowing into cartridges and, and checking the wires on a TV is like ancient for you guys, but that's how it was. And then of course, as I got older, um, the consoles got better. Uh, we went from a Nintendo to a super Nintendo. And let me tell you, that was revolutionary. So, and then I, uh, I remember, 
oh god, I was probably, I don't know, eight years old, I think, eight, yeah, and I went to a Nintendo tournament uh, in St. Augustine here in Florida, and it was, they were advertising new improved Nintendo games, there was Mario, there was a game, can't remember the name of the game, but you played as Taz, and then there was a parachute game. Well, there was a Nintendo tournament, and my mother begged, begged the people to let me play. And, of course, I ended up playing, and um, lo and behold, uh, I ended up getting through this different stages, and I ended up um, beating some high schoolers, and I actually um, got a T-shirt. I got to meet Mario um, on Yoshi. I'm pretty sure that was a real one. I'm pretty sure. And it was quite the experience. And from that, like, I, I just fell in love with gaming. I, I just couldn't stop playing games. Uh, I mean, of course, you know, I went outside and, and had friends that ran around outside in the neighborhood. But, you know, when I, when I got the chance to play video games, I really took advantage of it because I could really escape and, and use my imagination. And, you know, as time went on, um, you know, my brother started playing. And, of course, I... <laughs> I was the older brother that would give him the controller that wasn't connected, but I involved him, okay? He was there. Now, not t- today, um, I'm sad to say that my brother might be better only at Halo. I'll give him that. Only at Halo. And so, and I'm sure when he listens to this, he'll have a nice little comment for me. But, <laughs> uh, but you know, that's how old all older brothers were. They, you know... That's just what you did, and and I find myself watching my kids when they play video games. Um, Alana will uh, give her brother the controller that's not connected while she plays Minecraft, and I sit there and I get frustrated with her. But then at the same time, like, no, you can't get frustrated because you did the same thing to your brother. So I guess you you know when you're the younger sibling, you just gotta pay your dues. But you know. Uh, for my experience, it went from Super Nintendo to 64, Nintendo 64, and oh man, I remember unveiling that box, I remember seeing that console, and my very first game was Star Wars Shadows of the Empire, and if you've never played that game, mm-mm-mm, you don't know what gaming is until you try that game. Let me tell you something, Dash Rendar, that's all I need to say, Dash Rendar, alright, this guy and what you could do in this game, phenomenal, okay? The battle with IG-88, or IG-88, uh, the, the, even before that, when you're on the uh, the Hoff base and you're running around like shooting snowtroopers, and all of a sudden, you unlock this door, and there's a freaking Wampa on the other side, and you gotta kill the Wampa because it starts chasing you through the hallways. Phenomenal game. <laughs> and then, you know, from there, I, you know, developed a love for good old, um, you know, Banjo-Kazooie. I don't know if you guys remember Banjo-Kazooie, but Zelda. Zelda. Let me tell you. Not, I yes, and, and I know some of you guys are going to get me on this one, but I, my very first Zelda game that I really actually played, like full-fledged owned and played, was Ocarina of Time. That game changed my life. It was just the right amount of difficulty and complexity. I think that might be the same thing, but you know what I mean. 
And the idea of the water temple, that right there, I'm going to tell you something. If you want to raise your kids right and teach them the understanding of patience and how to, um, you know, appreciate gaming, put your kids up to the water temple. Let them go through the water temple alone and without any help. And if they can get through the water temple, you've done a great job as a father. Let me just tell you. Um, so, but, you know, that really, and then, of course, Majora's Mask. Majora's Mask, I mean, not as good as Ocarina Time, but it was it was definitely up there. And, you know, as I'm playing these games, my imagination and the idea of, you know, I, I've got to accomplish so many things in this game. I've I've got to, you know, get to the Shadow Temple. I've got to get this sword. It it just put me in a whole nother world. And for me, it was a way for me to escape things. Okay. And you know, unfortunately, you know, you know, my parents got divorced and stuff like that. And it it was a struggle for my myself and my brother. And and one of the coping mechanisms that I turned to was video games. It it was something that, you know, I could just immerse myself and I could just put everything or behind me and and some of the greatest memories i have you know or are with my brother playing super smash brothers at my at my mom's house or my dad's house you know like playing super smash brothers and just sitting in the room and and, and just having fun my brother on, on the video games and i will never forget those moments I'll, i will never forget you know the times that you know it life was simpler back then you know even though we were going through some issues in family um, it was nice to know that my brother and I could sit down and play video games and, uh, and don't get me started on Goldeneye. Oh my goodness. That, that right there, the multiplayer system on, on Goldeneye, I, I, I just downloaded it on my, my Xbox that, yeah, you, they, they did a, they did a, um, like a regular Goldeneye on, on the series X. And I have been playing the crap out of that game because it just brings back so much nostalgia. All the maps, all the characters are exactly how they would look on the 64. And yeah, I've been been tearing that up because I I it's just it instantly teleports me to the past. And yeah, that's mm, yeah. But you know, going back to what I was saying earlier, like you don't. Let me rephrase that. It it's so funny because you when you sit down and really think about the memories that you had as a child, some of my best memories come from playing video games, whether it be with my brother um, or by myself. But some definitely in, in those in those times, I I really appreciated um, getting the opportunity to sit down and and really just having fun. And video games allowed me to do that. And, of course, you know, from there, um, my brother and I got a PlayStation. And we got Crash Bandicoot. And we had this one game. And I'm, and I'm sure my brother will remember this, but um, we had this one game called Fighting Force. I don't know if you guys ever played that game. But you're literally, like, you could pick four characters. And I was always this massive big guy. I don't, I can't. Maybe, uh, no, not Brick. 
it was Brooke. I can't remember. But my brother was always, always like this other guy. And we just went around and like you could throw things at people. You could like punch and kick them and stuff like that. And we would never get very far in the game because uh, I don't think it had a save feature yet. I don't think so. But anyway, we had a blast playing that game. But of course, you know, as PlayStation got better, we uh, we were introduced to like Spyro, uh, Gex. Oh my goodness! There, if you never heard of Gex, yeah, G E X, not sex. Gex. Um, he was as a lizard, and he had a TV remote, and he would literally go through different movies, and. I still quote some of his lines that he would say. Like, I'll be sitting there like, I'm so hungry, I could cry. And like, I don't know, he he would just have all these funny lines and I would always just sit there and quote them. And they have stuck in my brain ever since. And of course, you know, Tomb Raider games. And the, yes, I was part of the generation where, you know, you would run around Lord Cross Mansion and you had the butler following her around and everyone and their brother did this. But you would try to trap the butler in the freezer. And I did that. And so that was fun. And of course, from there, we get the PlayStation 2. Now, I've always been a PS guy, PlayStation guy. I've always been, you know, devoted to PlayStation. And I had a lot of fun on PlayStation. However, <sighs> 2000, 2001, I'm pretty sure it was 2001, I went to a buddy's house, his name's Brian, one of my best friends, and his little brother was playing this game called Halo, Halo, sorry, I'm getting this swig of my green tea here, uh, but he was playing this game called Halo. And I was watching him play it, and I was like, what is this sorcery? And he's like, oh, yeah, this is a game called Halo. It's like, a, it's like a futuristic shooter. And I was watching him play, and I instantly fell in love with him. And and I got to give credit where credit is due. My brother is the one that got the Xbox first. I tried to say that the Xbox was mine, but it was that technically his. But we got Halo on the Xbox. I eventually got my own, but we got Halo on the Xbox. And oh my goodness. That game when I tell you cuz GoldenEye was a standard. GoldenEye was definitely the standard on multiplayer. Like you could not beat GoldenEye and the amount of, you know, replayability it had. But when Halo was introduced, you did landline parties. Now, this is before, like, full-fledged internet. So what you would do is you would hook all these Xboxes up to, like, long cables, and you play on different TVs. And that's when I first got my taste of competitive gaming. And I absolutely had a blast with Halo. Uh, you know, I started off playing with my brother, and then it was these these long weekends at my grandparents' house where my buddy um, Brian and, and Brett, and my buddies Brian and Brett, would, we would sit there and we would play Halo. And we would play Halo all night long. We never went to bed. And those were the greatest days ever because you would sit there 
and just eat large amounts of un- the unhealthiest foods, Doritos, um, <laughs> Chinese food, and you would just sit there and you would play Halo multiplayer or you would do Halo co-op campaign. But, you know, I, I sit back and I think about those days and like, that those days saved me from a lot of stress. I can't tell you how much stress I had from whether it be some school or, um, you know, just trying to understand, you know, the childhood years or teenage years. Uh, and that was also the time right around when um, 9-11 happened. So, like, things with going on in the country, it, yeah, it was... It was very traumatic for for myself and well the rest of the country. So again, uh, Master Chief, you know one one seven Spartan one one seven. You know I would jump in there and be like let's do this, Chief, and w- we would escape to another reality. And it and, and that's for me that was like one of my saving graces. And of course it 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 only progressed more and more with that. And of course, you know two thousand five comes out. Or comes up and uh, here here comes Halo 2, right? And I remember my, myself and my, my buddy Brett, we uh, we skipped school. And we, <laughs> we skipped school. We went to St. Augustine, picked up Halo 2, came back and played Halo 2 multiplayer and campaign all day long. And then when Brian got to my buddy Brett's house, he joined us. And then, of course, from there, we just took it further. We just, you know, again... Playing all night, staying up all day, just, you know, doing every what we need to do just to play Halo, and that was the greatest time ever. So for me, yeah, it, um, I think video games. Uh, as a kid, now granted, yes, that I don't think kids should be playing video games like twenty four seven. I when, when my buddies and I did this, it was mostly on the weekends, and you know. If if my parents wanted me to do some kind of chores or something like that, I, you know, I did it. And, you know, my mother was always like the person to like when my buddies came over, like she she made sure she cooked, and when she cooked, she always that meant she was going to get Domino's or um, you know Pizza Hut, something that was like not actually cooking, but making sure we had good food. And of course, you know, but yeah, but you know. You know, during the week, you know, I got my, my studies done and stuff like that. I made sure I got my homework. And so, you know, I, I was able to balance it out. But, you know, at the at the end of the day, like once I did everything, it definitely at night I was escaping into the virtual world to, you know, kind of let some steam off and have a lot of fun, you know. So, but, you know, from there, high school, you know, it was definitely... um you know, kind of around the video games. But then one of my buddies, his brother got us into this one game called Final Fantasy Eleven. Now, if you never heard of Final Fantasy Eleven, it originally started on the Xbox 360. Well, sorry, let me back that up. It originally started on a computer, and then it went to play- PlayStation 2, and then Xbox 360 got a hold of it. And that's where we started. And we we didn't realize what kind of game it was, and it is a massive MMO RPG, and that game is still running. And my brother, myself, and my best friend Brett still play that game uh, every once in a while. 
we cannot escape it. Like, it's one of those things where you roll over and and you, you come face to face with Final Fantasy XI looking at it, it's like, what's up? And then you're like, oh man. And then you have to like start playing it. Yeah, that's that's how that game is for us. Because like, we know like it's not the greatest game now, but it's so addicting. It's so like slap you in the face and make you play. Because you have if you can't just play that game for an hour. You you literally have to devote at least a solid three to four just to get something done on that game. Now, granted, it is definitely it's definitely a lot easier today with everything. Um, but you know, it does still take a lot of time. But no, I know. But when the uh, 360 did come out, there's a lot of different games that I enjoyed. Um, one of them was Condemned. I don't know if you guys ever played that, but Condemned was like this. You were a detective, and you were tasked with hunting down the serial killer. And that game, and the different scare tactics that it employed, you only, by the way, you only had, uh, like, hand-to-hand weapons. Like you, you could pick up a pipe or a wrench, and you would literally have to like knock out crazed drug addicts and just psychos as as you were walking through these abandoned buildings looking for clues to bodies and stuff like that and they would scare you it was it was creepy and like I had to take turns with my friends I was like all right I played this level it's your turn and like as soon as I hand that controller off I was so relieved to know that I wouldn't have to play that level so but it was definitely fun and then of course we had um doom doom for the 360 that game was intense uh i mean doom was has has been out for many years before that but this one was on 360 i think it was called i think it was actually just called doom and and one of the craziest stories about that my buddy brian and i were playing it and we had just got into hell literally like we just got in hell and there was a massive thunderstorm outside and soon as we went through the portal to hell this huge massive lightning bolt just pow and all of a sudden all the power in the house went just <laughs> my buddy looks at me and I look at him and I was like oh shit and like we literally put the controller down and just like ran away we were, we were terrified and we were, we were in high school so I mean yeah but um you know playing playing the Halo and Final Fantasy and just spending time with friends it, it just definitely it definitely kept me kept me going. I, I think, you know, as time went on and the technology improved, uh, I think more and more mental issues arose. Uh, and I would combat it with video games. I literally, like, every time I am stressed out, I play video games. And, um, you know, when I got out of high school, I unfortunately, you know, was with someone that was very mentally abusive. Um, you know, she never let me do much and, and one way I would escape it is like every night or when she was at work, I would play video games and, and, and that kept me from, you know, losing my mind. And of course, you know, you know, when I, when I go back and I think about that, you know, video games are definitely a coping mechanism for a lot of people. And I, I, I understand like if I play Call of Duty. Call of Duty is a massive, um, you know, shooter. 
and a lot of people love playing Call of Duty, but there are a lot of people out in this world that, you know, go crazy. They throw a fit like, come on, you son of a bitch. Like they, they like freak out and like, yeah, granted, I'm, I'm guilty. I'm guilty of it. I'm like, I'm, there's sometimes where like, it doesn't make sense on how some of these people kill you. Like it, it definitely, uh, can, <laughs> it can definitely raise your blood pressure. So I, I, I get it, you know, but I don't, I just don't see how, you know, people can associate video games with violence. I mean, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but for me, I, I, for the most part, I think video games are ultimately a great place for people to just get away, unleash their imagination, and just kind of wind down. I think that's the, the beauty of video games. Do people go crazy and break controllers and possibly TVs? Absolutely. But, you know, that's that's how they de-stress. And if they want to pay for the new controller or TV, let them. I've never, I've been very fortunate that I've never broken a controller or a TV or an Xbox. You know, my brother's the same way. I don't think he's ever, I mean, have we ever gotten mad at video games? Absolutely. Um, I mean, we were recently just playing some Halo. And, you know, some, some of these guys, they're sweats. They're sweats. And, yeah, they're they're good. Okay? And, and I'll be sitting there just getting destroyed okay and i you know my brother will have a bad game and i can you know i can hear him getting kind of frustrated as well so you know but we've we've never taken it to where we damaged our our property because we know like in today's world it's you know it's expensive and you know you, you gotta treat your games you know pretty good so but you know i like today, you know, I sit back and I look at the games I'm playing and like right now I'm, you know, playing Diablo 4 and Sea of Thieves and I'll, I'll jump on and play some Warzone with my friends and I'll, I'll jump on, uh, what is it, Halo, the new Halo, um, you know, and I'll, I'll definitely, you know, take the time to escape and stuff and I, I just think that for me, video games will always be that place where I can just go and wind down especially you know being in you know an adult and having financial you know things I gotta worry about and I gotta you know I gotta worry about kids I gotta be worried about making sure that they're okay you know like doctors and stuff like that it's a lot it's a lot and you know you come home and you just want to sit down and I got a nice little Deadpool gaming chair that I'm sitting in right now and you know I got all my LED lights and I just sit there and I play video games and that for me is you know amazing like the the ability to sit down and just relax like that and I think a lot of people need to find a niche that they can have and for me it's video games I, you know there's a lot of people that have different ones definitely video games for me and I think there's a you know a couple people in my life that do the same you know, and of course, you know, video games have inspired me to not only, you know, play video games, but of course, I started streaming and streaming and talking with my viewers on my stream and, you know, cracking jokes and, and having a lot of fun with that is also encouraged me to play video games. And, and I'm naturally a type of person, like, I'm always making some kind of sound effect. Like, I've always been that kid that 
you know, could walk around a room with like a couple of toys and just envision a massive battle in my head. And I would just make the sound effects and, you know, it's like, you know, I would do all of these things and, and I, yeah, it was just a blast to do. And then when I could get into a video game and I could see that and I'm, you know, I'm watching this and I'm playing it, you know, I'm, I bring in that, those, those sounds and, and conversations like that would have in my head into the stream. And it's definitely something I really enjoy, you know, and like playing with my viewers and, and stuff like that, getting known. It's, it's, yeah, it's one of a kind, one of a kind, you know, and as a teacher, you know, I, I look for that component of, you know, if, if a stream, like our viewer comes in and says, Hey, you know, I've had my girlfriend broke up with me or something. I'm like, oh, dude, that sucks. Like, he's like, you know what? Let's play some Fortnite, bro, and let's get it dubbed. I'm like, you know, it's one of those things where you, you want to help, you know, your viewers, and you want to make sure they're they're fine and okay because we've all been through, we've all been through some tough times. And, you know, I've, I've got a, quite a few, you know, that really bother me when I sit down and think about them. But one, the greatest thing that you can do, if you if it's not video games, is is just sit back, and try to clear your head, and for me, it's laughter, and then of course incorporating that with video games. So, yeah, but no, um, far as society goes, I think video games are only going to improve. I think video games are going to get drastically, um, more futuristic. I mean that you have the metaverse. You have the um, the Oculus too. Um, I mean, I, I have one myself, and that right there, like it is, it is so much fun to play. I just got to figure out how to set that up on my stream. I, I'm not, I'm not very good when it comes to technology. So, but um, yeah, no, I think video games are, are always going to be here to stay. I think they're just going to get progressively more advanced, and with that, I think they're going to find ways to help a lot of people with their 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 issues and and in my opinion you know if you're really stressed out and you really need to escape and you have an imagination like myself then i i highly suggest you know trying video games cuz video games for me yeah they're they're definitely uh they're definitely a savior i will say that so, but no, but I, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to, um, bringing more video games into a lot of different things I'm talking about. And so I, you know, I, you know, I was going to break down some video games, like see these and talk about talk, like what you need to do and see these to be a better pirate or, um, you know, what do you, what do you need to do in Diablo four? Like what's the meta class? Like I'm definitely talking, talking about bringing that into podcast and giving you guys something more to, you know, wrap your heads around. Obviously those of you that are not gamers, you know, I'll definitely have some more, uh, podcasts for you. That's not video game related, like more life related, but yeah, for the most part, I'm going to be diving We'll be diving into some podcasts. We're gonna we're gonna be going down this journey together. So, but 
I really do appreciate you guys listening today. And listen, you know, um, if you guys ever need to sit down and clear your head, I would suggest popping in a video game, trying it out, seeing how you do, whether or not, whether it be on Xbox, whether it be on a Switch, on your phone. I think it's a great way to really clear your head. So give it a try. But, um, Guys, next episode, I'm going to be diving into video games, so be ready for that. But you guys have a great night, day, whatever, and I will catch you guys later. Peace.